0: If you're ready for a fresh new perspective on weight loss, you're in the right place. Hello ladies and welcome to the podcast. So as you know, in the month of August, we are going to dive into all of the emotions that are useful in the weight loss journey. And last week we talked about the emotion of curiosity. And today I wanted to talk about the emotion of committed. Or courageous. Now, most of the emotions that I'm going to talk about actually begin with the letter C, and I love calling them the C's of weight loss. And when you think about the C's that we're going to talk about this month, you will be able to get right back onto your weight loss journey. So, the thing that I wanted to start off with was that remember that whenever we have an emotion, which is that vibration in our body, It is always generated by a thought. So what you want to start doing is thinking about what thoughts create the feeling of committed or courageous for me. So let's get started. What is the definition of being committed? When I looked this up, it said, it is the state or quality of being dedicated to a cause or activity. And then I thought, okay, To understand commitment, we need to understand what dedicated means. So I looked that up too. And dedicated means being devoted to a task or a purpose. So the first question that I asked myself and I want you to ask yourself is, are you committed to weight loss? What's the first answer that comes up for you? For me, when I started on my weight loss journey, There was a part of me that was committed. But there was also a bigger part of me that was scared. And this is very normal. So I just wanted to normalise that. If that's the case for you, it's very normal to hold two emotions at the same time. And it's only because you have two different thoughts that you believe. So for me, the part of me that was feeling scared, the thought that was causing that is you've never been able to lose it before. So that made me feel scared. But the part of me that felt committed, the thought that made me feel committed was, this time I'm losing it for good, which made me feel committed. So you want to notice if you've got sometimes where you're feeling another emotion, like scared, and sometimes when you're feeling committed, it's completely normal. It's because you're believing two different thoughts at the same time. To kind of explain this a little bit further, I'm just gonna briefly explain to you the stages of belief. So initially, when you want to believe something, you'd start off with thinking it's impossible. So it may be weight loss, for example. You may think, this is completely impossible. And then you may start noticing, well, actually, maybe when you're listening to the podcast or you're reading my emails or something, you may think, well, hold on, maybe this is possible for me. So that's the next stage of belief when you start thinking, hmm, maybe this could be possible for me. Then when you're in that realm of belief for a little while, if you build on that, then it may be that you think that it's actually quite probable that you're gonna lose weight. And then the last stage of belief is when you actually believe it, okay? So most people join the group coaching programme when they think it's possible. So not when they're thinking, this is gonna be completely impossible for me. They join when they start thinking, hold on, I've seen other people who are similar to me and they're losing weight. They've lost it for good. I trust Amruti, she's been showing up. She's saying things that really resonate with me. So maybe this is possible for me too. So they may still have doubts, but they're willing to trust themselves enough to actually sign up, right? So going back to the meaning of dedicated, being devoted to a task or a purpose. I was thinking about, for me, where does that show up? So I love thinking about it in the form of me being a coach. I am committed. I am dedicated. So I think about me recording this podcast for you, even when my brain often wants me to scroll on Facebook. Because I think of my greater purpose, that I was actually put on this earth to do this work and help all of you women from all across the world. So that means that when I am devoted to this task or this purpose, then I often say no to other things. I don't just say yes to everything and then expect myself to be able to do it all, right? So for me, what kind of things do I say no to? I often say no to things that I don't want to attend. And for example, at weekends, I decide that most weekends, As a family, we decide to do one social thing and then have one day to clean the house, to do the boys' homework, to do the food prep, all of those things. Before what I used to do, I used to fill my calendar with so many social events because I didn't have the ability to say no, because I thought of, oh, that would be rude, or I can't say no, or they all want to see me, I don't want to let them down. I had all of these thoughts, but because I am devoted to this task or purpose, in this case, I'm devoted to being the coach that I want to be, where I'm able to say no to things that I am not able to do in that moment. Or if I'm devoted to being a good mum to my kids, that means me actually looking after my mental health, looking after the home that we're in, making sure that I'm making food that is nutritious. So often when you want to be dedicated or devoted to something, then that means you saying no to other things that may conflict with that, right? So how does this relate to weight loss? Sometimes being committed means saying no when you have an urge to eat food that's off protocol. And yes, in the moment, it may feel so hard. It may be like, oh, this is not what I wanted to do. This is really hard. But it is oh so worth it. You will feel discomfort. It's normal to feel discomfort. But whenever you're growing, you're always going to feel discomfort. This is the discomfort of growth. This is the discomfort of you evolving to that version of you that you want to become. So if you want to be a person who naturally is a weight that they are able to maintain at goal weight, then that person, that version of you does say no to foods that are off their protocol. That version of you says no to extra food when you have eaten to enough, right? So whenever you are committed to something, it means you choosing and often saying no to other things. Committed means you are doing things that sometimes feel uncomfortable. Committed means failing at something and getting back up and not wallowing in your self-pity or indulging in thoughts like I'm a failure, but having compassion and then getting right back on protocol. Being committed means that you're in it for the long run, not just for the short term. Most people start a diet and they're committed for about three weeks, but then it gets really hard and they're not able to feel that discomfort and they think it's too hard, so then they end up giving up. But when you are committed, which is one of the most important emotions in this weight loss journey, then you are willing to stick it out even when it gets hard. And that doesn't mean carrying on being in this place where you're always miserable, but It means developing that muscle where you are doing things that feel uncomfortable for your greater good because this is something that you really want to learn how to do. Be committed to something and follow it through all the way till the end, right? Now, committed means you are reminding yourself of the thoughts regularly that make you feel that emotion of committed. So what are those thoughts for you? Write all of them down. Now, I often think committed and courageous go hand in hand. So courageous is when you are willing to do things that may feel scary for you, where you're being brave and trying something new. You're willing to feel that discomfort. And even when it gets hard, you're willing to carry on doing it. So when I think about courageous, the first thing that came into my mind was I recorded a podcast with one of my first clients, Mira Patel. I literally recorded it this morning. So it's just kind of at the top of my brain and it will be out in the next couple of months or so. So make sure you listen out for it. But she mentioned that when we first started, I suggested that she adopt a diet with no sugar, no flour. Because eating foods with sugar and flour really increase the insulin response, which make it harder for you to pay attention to your hunger signals and make it harder for you to process your urges. So initially, when I suggested that to her, she was like, "Hell no," (laughs) right? She was like, "What are you talking about, Riti? I am not able to do that." And she talked about how she had to actually feel courageous to give it a go. So instead of not cutting out sugar and flour completely she decided that for one meal out of her three meals in the day she would adopt a no sugar no flour approach for that one meal and that action was fueled by her feeling courageous and she was able to lose over 10 kilos in three months and improve so many other areas of her life because she decided to adopt that feeling of courageous now let's be clear you don't need no sugar no flour to lose weight But does it make it easier for you to balance your hunger hormones and pay attention to your hunger signals and process your urges? Yes. And this is why I suggest it. However, when you join the program, there's some people who don't do no sugar, no flour, and that's completely fine. This is why the group coaching program is so amazing, because you get to create a protocol that you are able to stick to for you, personalized to you for the rest of your life and we keep tweaking it so that you are still achieving the goals that you want to achieve in a way that's sustainable and doable for you right so when you are willing to incorporate these emotions then you can evolve to that next version of yourself so when i think about committed i think about my client who ate off protocol at the weekend and then she decided I want to get coached on this. So she posted in the private Facebook group. She got coaching, the written coaching that I offered, and she implemented the coaching. She went right back on protocol and she then didn't wallow in the prolonged self-judgment. Now, if that self-judgment does come up for you, that's completely normal. It's part of your brain trying to protect you. It's that primitive part of your brain that's wanting you to seek pleasure, avoid pain and stay how you are. So when you are critical of yourself, it thinks that you're gonna then not carry on with embracing this discomfort of change. And then when you're staying the same, then you're gonna be safe. So of course it's gonna offer you that. But this client decided to be committed to the process, committed to her goal, committed to what she said she was going to do. And she asked for coaching in the private group and she got it, she implemented it and she was committed and went straight back on protocol. Right? So when you are committed, you are deciding that you are not stopping right until the end. This takes courage. And it actually may take double the amount of time to lose the weight that you thought it was going to take often when we're thinking of weight loss especially when we start we think that oh in other diets I was able to lose one kilogram a week but what we don't think about is the times where we are going to go off protocol the times where we are going to give in to urges the times where we are going to overeat this is a process that you're going to be learning for the first time so it may not be as fast as other diets and that is not a problem especially in the group coaching program When you don't lose weight as fast as other programs, this is not a problem because this is permanent and you have the tools for life and you'll see so many other changes in other areas of your life. You will feel much lighter in your body and in your mind and so it just isn't a problem. But this takes you being able to coach yourself and seek coaching when your brain tells you that you have failed. You may want to remind yourself that you only fail when you quit and actually this time you're learning to have a setback and to keep on going right so in the mind and body food planner this really helps with this because we have some dive deeper worksheets at the back of the planner and this helps you to dive deeper into any overeats any times you ate off protocol so that you can really understand why and you can create some sort of plan to move forward from it and learn from it so this is why you want to embrace that feeling of committed because when you are committed then you are going to be willing to do those hard things of diving deeper into your overeats instead of hiding away in the shame of your overeat remember shame is one of those emotions that wants you to hide away But when you're committed, you're willing to embrace that shame and look into it and actually look at the data rather than the story that you have in your head about any overeats. For me, any overeat is literally just allowing me to learn more about myself. So it's a learning opportunity. And when I think of it like that, I don't then shy away from doing my Dive Deeper worksheets, right? So something that's really important is that you are already very committed in so many other areas of your life. This may be your job, for example. There's going to be days that you don't enjoy your job. But that doesn't mean you quit every single time that you don't enjoy it. This is because you're committed to your job. You're committed to earning your wage, your salary, right? If you have children, yeah, sometimes they're annoying. Sometimes they say things that you don't like. But that doesn't mean you chuck them out of the house. It's because you're committed to being a good parent the same thing when you're in a committed relationship your partner will do things that you don't approve of and that doesn't mean that you leave them every single time that's because you're committed to the relationship now listen there may be sometimes and some instances where you do want to leave and that is still you committing that is you staying committed to yourself and staying committed to your boundaries so it's the same principle You're still practicing that commitment on a regular basis. So I want you to ask yourself, how can you bring on the emotion of commitment in your life? I want you to write down a list of thoughts that generate that emotion for you. And when you feel yourself not really feeling committed, refer back to these thoughts and actually feel those emotions in your body. Really actually notice those physical sensations in your body. And when you are feeling that emotion of committed take action from that place what would you do when you're feeling committed i want you to look for ways where you're already committed in other areas of your life so it may be your job your children your relationship any area where you feel committed already what are the thoughts that are generating that that feeling of commitment for you and it's really fun to think If I'm already thinking these thoughts about, for example, my relationship and I'm committed there, how can I use those same thoughts to apply to my weight loss? Because you completely can. If you're already having those thoughts with regards to your relationship, for example, you can completely use those same thoughts in your weight loss. So with that, you have completely and utterly got this. Go out and be committed to your weight loss journey look for all the ways you're already committed and write all of those thoughts down and use those same thoughts where you're committed in a different area of your life to your weight loss journey and you will be so amazed with what you can create from that space okay lovely ladies i'll see you next week take care bye for more free resources and for information on how to work with me visit www.amruticoaching.com.